Hello everyone, uh, welcome back to the Common Room Views podcast. This is season 2, episode 4. I uh, didn't think we'd make it this far, so that's also a plus point. Uh, today's an exciting episode because uh, we've got two guests on, not one. Uh, we thought we'd start off the guest episodes with a boom, so instead of one, we've got two. Uh, as you know from the last one, we tried doing a guest episode last time and it didn't work, so let's hope it goes well this time. So, you know what, guest, why don't you reveal yourself? So, uh, the male guest, please state your name. <laughs> um, okay, so hi, uh, my name is Miles. Um, I go to sixth form with everyone here. Uh, I'm in year 13, so obviously a lot of stress, a lot of uh, with COVID and everything, and yeah, just trying to get through the year and trying to see what happens with A levels because that's the conversation we're gonna have today. So, yeah, Emily? Yep. Oh, I thought I was going to introduce myself. Okay. <laughs> Hi, my name's Emily. Um, I'm 18. I go to sixth form with everyone here as well. And um, what else should I say? Um, mm, you don't need to say anything else. Okay, that's it. <laughs> All right, well, she's really set the tone for how this is going to go. <laughs> also, All right, yeah. How are they supposed to know? Wait, how are they supposed to know that you didn't have and other guests when you didn't post an episode with your other guests because we told them posted a notification (laughs) oh okay i didn't see it (laughs) (laughs) all right anyway but uh so yeah like miles just mentioned so so like miles just mentioned the topic is essentially a review of how our schooling has been throughout this year you know how it's been affected by covid but also just generally how we felt in a levels responded to covid yeah and you know if in any way we can show experiences and you know maybe help someone that's coming into sixth form about you know the do's and don'ts maybe they'll help them so uh i'm gonna start off with a pretty simple question how did you feel coming into sixth form I'll let, uh, Miles, you can go first. How did you feel coming into sixth form? Obviously, you, uh, like Arnold and I, were at six, at the school um, since year seven. So, you mean you were used to this school. So, why did you choose our school? And how did you feel coming into sixth form? Um, so, I was like, I was pretty excited. I thought, wow, going to be great. It's going to be a new experience. Uh, we're going to be probably a bit more freedom, a bit more like, oh, um, treated not like kids, a bit more like young adult-ish, I guess. Uh, we're going to be like, oh, there's going to be so many nights where we're not doing homework and it's just going to be so chill. We're going to be like new people, new friends and stuff. That got throughout the window because um, it's basically, the way it works with our sixth form is most people um, stay on and only a small amount of external students are in that actually come to the sixth form. So it was pretty thrown out the water. And then on top of that, with the combination of subjects that I chose, so I do sociology, politics and history, it's literally every night, homework, every night uh, I've got something to do, even though I'm not probably doing it. Um, but yes, it's always it's always something new. And I, I thought going in, I thought it would be great. I thought it would be chill. But obviously A-levels is a stress. Did you feel you were caught off guard? So, I mean, like you just mentioned, you thought that uh, it would be quite chill, it would be quite relaxed, and, you know, it was the opposite when you came. So did you feel like maybe you wish you'd spoken to more people about the subjects you were choosing, or maybe you knew enough, but it was still quite a change? Um, I think, yeah, I was caught off guard. I think because 
so I for GCCs I did like history I did um what else did I do I did like job science I did drama I thought uh, and the way that GCCs changed so the nine to one system I thought uh the content wise it wouldn't be too bad I thought oh they prepared us for this and stuff and it's uh and we're gonna be way more prepared but you literally get chucked in the deep end no matter what you do no matter how hard you think GCCs are it there is no comparison to A levels you see uh that's See, that's where that's where I disagree. I think my GCSE in DT thoroughly prepared me for eco. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I mean, uh, every if, person. I'm being sarcastic, I of course. For, for me, I if we're I... giving context, wait, one, uh, if we're giving context, why Ahmed found GCSEs uh, easiest because he turned up to exams without <laughs> actually knowing what the exams were. So he turned up to an English exam with a calculator, and because he thought it was maths. <laughs> so I don't think we should, you know, ask him for the greatest advice on how his GCSEs went. But yeah, Mars, uh, carry on. What are you saying? Hey, they went good though. <laughs> I think it's different for everyone. I think the combination of subjects for every person at GCSEs uh, will, and I think that um, what happened was I, um, I, I sort of went in thinking, yeah, this will be great. This will be great. I've chosen these such hard subjects at GCSEs. I can choose similar ones again, and it will be great. But obviously. That did not happen so here i am now yeah but i don't think you can say that you chose hard subjects because i think every subject is hard like just like different for everybody if you go i mean like certain subjects are quoted as hard like say further maths is said to be harder which i agree but like you can't really say oh history isn't as hard or like sociology isn't as hard yeah so like yeah it's subjectively yeah. but yeah you found it harder yeah. so emily how about you so how did you feel coming into the school you obviously came from bill i believe so what was the change between these two schools uh i really like think i should compare schools just in case like because i feel like it's my own experience and like not to put anyone off going to bill or going to oaks park in either way you know so I actually went yeah I went to Bill since year seven to year 11 and then I was actually supposed to go to Bill sixth form and well actually I applied to Bill Oaks Park and LAE got rejected from LAE after interviews and then the day before Oaks Park started I emailed Mr Fuller and was like oh can I come visit the school just in case like I still want to go and I went to visit the school and then I was just like, might as well, why not? So I went to, I started school the next day and I literally knew no one. And it was like, it was daunting because there was, I went to this school thinking, oh, I'm going to meet loads of people. And their thing, like Oaks Park wasn't exactly the most welcoming in for externals. I remember the yeah, first I completely assembly agree. I went to, yeah. the first assembly I went to, um, they literally said to us, oh, okay, you can go to your forms now. And me, Shantae, were like, like, how are we supposed to know where our forms are? Like, you've told us the room, but how are we supposed to get there? Like, the, the school, it, it isn't massive, but it's so confusing. Like, it's like a whole cross. And I, I literally had no idea where I was going. I was literally just wandering around. And what else is that? Yeah, that's... It's basically I, like in comparison to other schools um like including other externals it's like valentine's they did a whole like week of um team building exercises seven kings did that as well they went bowling with all their externals that didn't happen in oaks it was just like in the deep end you go and start swimming yeah i would have so, to agree that um as compared to other schools i don't feel our school tried to integrate externals as much as it should have 
And I feel yeah. like, you know, the first week was just like, you know, like you just said, throw in the deep end and let's just, you know, here's your subjects, here's your lessons, let's go. And yeah, I felt like, especially because the jump between GCSEs and A-levels is so big, you do need like a, like a buffer, you do need some, you know, comforting to ease into it, which I don't think there was. Yeah, I totally mm. agree. I agree. Because I, I think, especially because... I thought, oh yeah, we're gonna meet new people. I thought that we're gonna, it was gonna be like a new dynamic. Like that's what sixth form was. That was like the promise that everyone made. Like, oh, you're gonna meet uh, brand new people. You're gonna make new friends and stuff. Especially like the school was not welcoming to. So I don't think it is. I don't. I don't know personally. Me, I don't know if it's as welcoming to externals as they try and say it is. Because most people come from internal, like are internal to the school, and I think especially um, on the first day, I was just a bit like because I didn't know. There were people in my form that I didn't really speak to beforehand and everything. And there was a lot of new dynamics I having to work out. I did feel a bit alone because I was like, okay, so now I have to work out where I am in my new form, who to talk to, who's in this class and who I can actually connect with. Especially because for a lot of my classes, I didn't I didn't have many friends in them. So I had to work out like new, uh, new situations there. And it just didn't feel as welcoming as uh, other six forms may have been like Emily and the rest of you were saying. Yeah, but to be fair, I don't think it's just like blamed on the school though, because I feel like I just don't want to compare. But like when I was speaking to my friends at Bill, I know for a fact that if I was still at Bill, I'd make the effort to talk to externals, and that's just like how me and my friends were, and like most of my year were. When I came to Oaks, like literally, it was the divide is so massive. Like you can still see it now. In form, all of my like in my all of my friends in general, most of them are externals. Like all of us. There's such a big divide in our form room where all of the externals sit together, all of the internals sit together, and it's just like that. It's just no integration between the two groups. Yeah, yeah. like like technically the same with like my that, but. yeah the same with my form. Like there are internals and externals in my form, and I don't speak to half of them, and that's just because there's never been a way for me to, you know, communicate with them, and you know if. I'm not one to, you know, stick with the same people. Like, you know, I, I'm more than happy, and I do speak to lots of different people, but there is a, a sort of barrier which I don't think is being able to overcome. And also, what you said about comparing scores. Honestly, I think it's fine to compare scores because, essentially, we're just talking about experiences here. So if you compare the scores and one, you know, you find personally is worse, it doesn't really matter because, you know, if that's just your experience. And if anyone listening to this is thinking... You know about choosing six forms or maybe even moving six forms maybe your experience of like how schools are and how accepted they make you feel you know that could influence the decision so i think it's fine to compare schools you know i think uh i think yeah the jump with six form is easier with friends like uh i also had to move form and uh i had uh three three amazing friends to just chill with in form you know we got uh thanis Jamie, I said, yeah, yeah, I, that's I why I say I'm so glad that Rashan came to six one with me because I was technically supposed to make this like go to a whole different school by myself. Like the day before, I was ready, planning on going, just me, trying to find new friends, and Rashan came and saved my two years. Keep me <laughs> sane. So, are we all in agreement that? without friends going to a new school especially is almost important like or fitting in at a new school is almost impossible i don't think it's impossible though because there are so many people who have done that and like 
when you go to uni, you're not going to be going with all your friends, and you make friends anyways. Yeah. To be like, fair, I, I like, think the whole I, dynamic it, at uni is a lot more different. Yeah. Yeah, because sixth forms are very clicky, especially our sixth form. It's very like, yeah, I don't know why because, they're clicky, I, honestly. Because when because when me and Emily first met, um, we sort of spoke about it. It's like, oh yeah, everyone's here is they're just so together, like nobody's speaking to each other. I'm like, that's how it is because everyone's so clicky, everyone's so set in their ways. Especially like for me, I didn't. So I still had friends from Oaks. Like some of them left, some of them stayed, but I wasn't very like close to everyone. So I had um, quite. A lot of friends around so i knew i knew a lot of people but like i didn't always hang out with everyone so i was a bit like okay this is my chance to maybe like find some uh, find some new people and i was expecting uh, yeah it's a branch externals. Yeah. yeah lots of lots of externals and i was expecting like oh in new groups maybe we'd form and stuff maybe new friendships and that didn't happen and stuff and i was i was very confused and i and when i was speaking to emily about this when we first met i was i was like yeah it's it's very it's very weird here because i think like, other six forms they do put an effort in making people mix together and not stay internal or external. Because even now we're in year 13 and obviously COVID doesn't help with this because uh, maybe it, maybe it would have changed if we didn't have to go into lockdown in March. But I think maybe there would have been more mixing between people, especially like form groups. I know for my form group, my form group is, uh, I think there's like 25, 26 of us. And like everyone's sort of staying in their little groups, but you still got like a little bit of internal, external divide. Even though like everyone... I think mostly everyone talks to each other. There's still a bit like, oh yeah, you just stick with who you who you knew before or who you like you sort of came to know now. Yeah, I, I do completely get that. Um, all right, so now we're gonna move forward a couple months to March, and because th- no, we're gonna go to pre just before COVID. So this is the period of March where technically ah, schools are still open. You know, we didn't have uh, imminent danger. It was looming, but, you know, we were quite indifferent to it. So I'm going to start with Ahmed, seeing as you've spoken the least. How were you feeling in oh, March? Yeah. So obviously we'd been hearing about code for a while now, but it was it didn't come across as like an immediate danger. So how were you doing with your, you know, exams then? You know, we'd had like two uh, sets of mocks. So how did you feel at the time? Were you pretty happy with how A-levels were going for you? I was... Honestly, still just carefree. Yeah, I thought COVID was like Ebola, like it was getting bigger, but it wasn't gonna come. I didn't really care. Yeah, that's about <laughs> <it>. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, you're with me. I just didn't really care. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Fair enough. I mean, you were quite indifferent to it. Let's say, um, Emily, how were you feeling? So obviously, now you've been you'd been in Oaks for you know about six seven months now. Um, you'd obviously got a. You'd been in the school for a while, so how did you feel? And how did you feel when you realised that COVID might have a bigger impact than you may have originally thought? I feel like I still feel the same as I did in March. Like, I feel like it still hasn't hit me that, like, it's an actual thing that can kill. Do you get what I mean? Like... Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it hasn't hit me yet. Mm -hmm. I just still feel like I'm living... Like, you know... You know how you think, like, people in the World War, like, say, World War Two, for example, people living through that were probably thinking, like, this is my daily life. But, like, right now you're living through COVID. But when you think back at it, it's a bigger thing than it. Like, you should have felt more than yeah. you did, if you get what I mean. Like, I don't know how to explain it. It's just that I'm living every day. Like, it's not really a thing. But it, it is a big thing if you think back at it or, like, if you actually think about it. Yeah, like in hindsight, you realise how big yeah. of a thing it was, but in the moment, you don't really feel yeah. 
that i i, I don't that. know I how to feel that. about it like i just i feel like i'm living my days as if it's normal like you know bar the mask and hand sanitizer but like yeah, yeah. every day is just the same you know and is that the same for you as well, Miles? It's gonna be weird once uh, it's gonna it's gonna be weird once this shit's over. Cause imagine going back on a bus and it's fully yeah. packed. <laughs> Mine still are. Don't know. And and yeah, Miles, did you feel the yeah, same? Yeah, no, but I I mean fully packed. Like I remember there's some people that farted on me. I'll never forget that one guy. <laughs> I still remember him. To be fair, that can still happen now. You know, that just because people wear masks doesn't mean it. Yeah, can't no, but it, it, man's ass was on my knees. Like it was uncomfortable. <laughs> well, I don't really know what relevance yeah, Miles, that had, point, but okay. <laughs> shh, shh, shh. Um, yeah, Miles. Entertainment. So I think, I think I was speaking about it. I remember it sometimes in like uh, independent study with uh, Emmy, and we were like, "Oh yeah, um, have you heard about this and stuff? Have you heard about this?" And we were like, "We're gonna get so much work done and stuff if like there's lockdown." Because I remember just before. Boris announced it, everyone was like, yeah, it's going to be so great. We're going to be able to wake up when we want and stuff. And I think we were all thinking before it that it would just give us loads of time and that we would be prepared for whenever we came back. Because we only, because we thought we'd be off for a month maybe and then we'd be back. Because no, nobody, nobody thought it would get to the point that it would in like April, May, June, like the heights of the coronavirus, like the cases and the deaths. And I think... For me, in my like A level journey, I was still getting myself together. Like I was still um, trying to sort out like so my history class. We were trying to sort out one of our topics with our teachers. Uh, still haven't really got it, but we're gonna go for it again. And I just think we all did it. We were we took it seriously. Like we knew. I think we were starting to see. Oh yeah, okay. So it's starting to ramp up. But we didn't take it seriously about how big it would be. And we thought that it would be a couple months, maybe. Two, uh, two months tops maybe about where we'd be at home uh, but I think we didn't think about how drastic it would change our lives like change our A-level lives that we were supposed to be living yeah I mean for me personally I was quite happy when you know we got told that we're going to go into lockdown because I think at the time I'd been stressing over I think we had mocks coming up in like oh no because I had AS exams for law in may and you know it, it was only like a month away and i was getting kind of stressed for that so i was happy when lockdown came but the thing that stressed me out most during lockdown was the ineptitude of our school not to no, no i don't want to slay them completely but <laughs> if you guys remember how much I... they moved around the mocks when they said it was going to be when we came back yeah and they said they were going to be in june and they kept on moving them around but and that I, uncertainty I Oh, oh, okay. Well, I mean, I'll finish my point and then you can. Uh, okay. Put yours, but I felt like that uncertainty. I really hated because I normally plan my revision when it comes to mocks. You know, like, like not. Str- it's not like by the book. You know, I don't have like a spreadsheet where I follow it daily. But I like to know how much time I've got left and what I've got left to cover, so then you know I can work towards it. And you know, when they're like changing mocks, like a month before, a month yeah. after. That uncertainty I really did not like, and they didn't give us a clear indication. And I, I do get, like, I really do appreciate that, you know, they didn't have much guidance as well. But I felt like if you don't know anything, you don't need to keep on, you know, making plans and saying, oh, we're going to do this. And then something happens and they change it and then they say something happened and then change it again. I felt like they weren't too good at when, when that happened. But uh, yeah, I was happy during lockdown, but in hindsight, I wish I'd u- utilised it a bit more. 
that like you were saying Mal, I was like, you know you're like you know waking up whenever we want but then also having more time i assumed we'd have more time but considering we kept up the same kind of rate of schooling from home i don't feel like we had any more time than we would have if we were at school but yeah emily why do you disagree i personally disagree with you because um how you said with like how we transitioned from being at school to being at home i think the school did it like better than other schools did like in comparison to other schools that i like hear about because obviously my friends are from different schools they didn't have online learning like they didn't have google meets until they went back to school in september that's a whole four months without online learning yet we had that i think it's unfair to just say that the school did absolutely nothing like to help with everything although it might i'm just going to quickly good, interject like, here i wasn't slewing the school of their online schooling i think they were really good at that personally i was slewing oh, okay. on the fact of their exams when they decided that the mocks were going to get pushed and then bring them back that is what stressed me out i'm i was quite happy because like you said yeah, yeah, the yeah, other was, schools I didn't have schooling uh like you said some schools that. didn't have it for months so yeah so I, i'm not slewing yeah. them on that okay yes no, so I, I, the, I agree um, with you Ariana. yeah but so for the exams then i don't think that it was it's fair to say that they didn't like because they, they kept push, pushing it back. Obviously, it's stressful on us, but it's obviously stressful on them as well. Like, they don't know what's going to happen in, what, a week, a month down the line. And the thing is, they had to do online exams, just the, not online exams, exams, just in case our exams got cancelled at the end of the year. It's, like, m like mandatory for them to. Otherwise, our centre assess grades will be absolutely, like, bollocks, basically, if we didn't do them. So them saying at least they said to us you know look you're gonna have exams just prepare for them regardless of whether it's gonna be in a week in a month in like two months at least they're saying to us like not a week before when we go back to school oh yeah you're gonna have exams by the way heads up like at least it was oh you're gonna have exams regardless of when it is so you can prepare from then on like i know that you need like a set amount of time before like personally i don't really know what my revision schedule is or like when i revise or like how long i need to revise because i just i don't even know what i'm doing with my exams right now but like <laughs> at, at least they've said to you like you know just prepare for it you you're gonna have it like either way we had the no. exams you had that amount of time to study See, the thing is, if they'd left at that and said, you know, you've, you're going to have exams, like, they're not cancelled, they're postponed, we don't know when it is, that would have been fine, but my pr issue with them is that they decided these dates and kept on changing them. So, like, they yeah, said, all right, we're going to... Are you talking about the PPEs? Yeah, yeah the, PPEs. the PPEs. You know the ones we were meant to have in June? Yeah, yeah. We kept getting oh, different, different messages did, from different they teachers. They did pretty decently during Yeah, that but time. even if they said to you, oh, yeah, your exam's going to be next week, but when it gets to that next week... They changed it to week after. At least you've had that week to revise for those that week, and you have another week now. Yeah, but no, then your mindset changes think, completely. Uh, we need to do exams. No, but I think it was especially. Yeah, in... uh, firstly, I think we need to do exams because, um, yeah, in case in case our tests got cancelled, but they could have for AS at least just given us our grades, what the teachers thought where we were, and just done but we don't do we didn't instead. we weren't entered for AS exams. None of us were. No, I, no, no, no. I completely like, agree. I'm, that. I'm just saying class work and grade. Just class. No, work. I, think I completely agree that we had, yeah. should have exams, and that's not the issue. It's just if you're like you just said, Emily, you know, you'd have that extra week. It's the fact that if I'm told it's next week, I'm now gonna start cramming and doing a lot of work, right? 
And, and then they tell me, it. oh no, it's like three, yeah, and then I'm going to start stressing that entire week. Then they say, oh no, it's three months later. So I'm like, okay, look, I have more time now. I can split up these topics and spend more days on it. And then they're but like, oh no, no. But if you oh, think no, about no, it, it's so, it's so uncontrollable though. Like, it wasn't like their intention to go, oh yeah, you've got exams. But no, then, oh no, sorry, you can't do them now. It's like three weeks later. Like, it wasn't, you obviously know, it's not intentional. They're not going to be like, oh, pulling you around and messing with you just, just for the fun of it, just for the heck yeah, of it. Yeah, but don't you think that if there's uncertainty, then it's best to not say anything and wait yeah, until I you think, have something different? No, I, I totally be, agree with I'd rather I totally be let, agree. I'd I rather be in the loop knowing what's going to happen. Like, I'd rather be, like, I'd rather be informed rather than not know anything, like... You know, no, because they could have the government could have turned around and said, "Oh yeah, you can go back to school now," and they would have to tell you the week before. But they should have been more. I think the school. Uh, I think all of what they were doing, like they were trying to do their best, and they weren't getting the advice from the Department of Education. But I, but I think they could have been a bit more considerate because, especially um, for me, I was dealing with like my mental health during the time and stuff. And, and I know a lot of people were. A lot of people were stressed. A lot of people were tired. A lot of people were depressed and dealing with, with anxiety and just dealing with their own personal issues. And I think what they could have done was say, okay, we're not going to have it in June or July because that because that was when Gavin Williamson was like on the... I think it was the, the 6th of June. He was like, oh yeah, everyone's returning on uh, the early June or whatever. And then he, he cancelled the plans and then the school had to change their plans. And obviously the school have to do what the government are saying but it was stressful on us and i think they could have just said no we're just gonna wipe uh, we're just gonna push back exams to year 13 uh from june because then it was really really stressful i know especially for me and my sister like we were we were very stressed because we were thinking okay is it gonna be here is it gonna be then is it gonna be then because and also we hadn't fully grasped the content that had been taught over since march because it was all online there was no checkups with us uh fully like it the school was doing a lot, so I understand that. But there was it was not the same as being online. And even the Department for Education, they see that face-to-face learning is better than online learning. And they couldn't see the fact that what we were doing over the past month from March to June, uh, July, etc. It wasn't the same type of learning. It wasn't the same quality. So I think in the school's case, they should have been like, no, they all gone until September because there was no point in doing them. Wait, I don't yeah, remember no, the I timeline of when they told us. When did they tell us that exams were going to be in September instead of? I think it was they like told us late June. Quite close. Yeah, they told us like in June when there was still potential for us to, like, because I remember in June they were saying that if we have time in July, the last two, like the first two weeks of July, will be mocks. Like that's and how I was, late I was they in left it. At this point. I was in school and they and they sort of knew what they were doing, like because. Uh, because they let students, like some students come in, like me and my sister, we went in. So we both were going in, uh, like, I think we only, we were doing it at like, the last two or three weeks of school and stuff. And that's when they were sort of starting to get it together and be like, okay, we're going to push it back until uh, September. So then we actually have time to revise and actually recuperate after the stress that was the last, like, yeah, but- months between, from March. I feel like the school probably was like, oh, we want to do it in July because just in case we don't go back in September, we want to at least have, like, a third set of mocks to base your grades on. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. But I feel like once we went into lockdown, they could have literally just been like, you know what, if we come back at this time, exams will be then. If we come back at this time, exams will be then. If we don't come back, exams will be here. I feel like they could have decided that from the get-go. And just but doing it, what, like, by the week. 
it wasn't clear on students and it wasn't I don't think it was helpful for the students when especially when but, we're trying to revise but, and you don't have a definitive time of when we're trying to you know aim towards But what you said is essentially what they did though did they not like No but they no but they did No they should have said it from the get go not they no, should have like they're not going to know lockdown, when but yeah, do you but, get what I mean? Like, they're not going to know if we're going to be back then. Like you said, they should have said, like, oh, if we're back hit then, then we'll do exams then. If we'll go back in September, we'll do exams Yeah, here. but think about it. We exactly, went into lockdown like, that's kind of late March. We went into lockdown late yeah. March. So we had April, May, June and the first few weeks of July. They could have just said, you know, if we come back in this month, you know, we'll have exams then. Like, that wasn't Is too that not hard what to they decide. did, though? No, but they no, didn't, they, no. Because they literally because said, they we're going to have exams. Yeah. Yeah, and then they kept changing it, like, very, like, they late like, and very close yeah. to when it was meant to be. What are we saying? If they, they died like from the beginning, I swear, I swear exams were supposed to be at the end of September originally. Mm. No, they were meant to be in June. No, they were at the beginning. Early, early. Early. early September. I don't know, maybe I'm just correct. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. No, they were always going to be as soon as we came back. But, you know. Sorry, I'm just correct then, never mind. <laughs> um... So I think we we all agree though that the online learning our school provided was very good. Like I would admit, you know, they were on it from you know the get go. I think it varied from department to department because some people did Definitely. do yeah. Google Meets. Uh, unlike mm. maths, barely did any. They only really did it at the end. I don't think, but maths is but. so so hard to teach online. Like I don't think if I was a teacher, I'd find it so like unless you have the specific equipment, like you know the pen pad thing that like you know the thing that you write on and then it goes onto the screen i don't know what it's called but yeah you know i can't lie though um i feel like because like obviously you know now like every classroom has like a webcam in it now because in case the teacher's not in or whatever you can do it i feel like it's not i don't think they've ordered even if they ordered this now i feel like they could have set it up prior like if, if you just set up like a camera in class and then like the teacher works on the whiteboard I feel like that could have worked as well. Obviously, I, I don't know how they did it, so I'm not going to you know question them on it. I'm still happy with what they did, but I don't know. I feel like they... You know, with like Aziz saying, oh, oh, sorry, our physics teacher saying, um, I, I need to do the work <laughs> on the board. I feel like it could have been arranged because all you had to do is really set up a camera in class, like pointing at the I, board. Yeah, so, I swear so Faris uh, even paid, uh, offered to pay for a whiteboard for him and he said no, no but it's like there's, there's more no. policies involved like the, the school when they're talking to us they keeps um when because i was supposed to well, i was self-isolating about the week before school ended from uh what was it not what not this was the two wednesdays ago and they were like they were saying to us oh um we can't use that um google meet in classrooms because like policies and stuff so that there was like loads that's of policies a lie Look, that i know i know I then half then, of our lessons and, were and then and then, they, then they changed then the policy was like then uh slt were like oh no they can do it now and so, so then there's like loads of policies they had to get round or change or something i don't know the specifics of the school so i can't really say it but there was yeah, so no, much I going agree, on with yeah. it but I feel like when our economics teacher, you know, basically Mr. Choksi was um, self-isolating for the last Roberto, two right. weeks and he did, he tried to use a whiteboard in his, with a webcam and it just didn't work out. Like, it just didn't. Yeah, but at least he tried. Yeah, at least he tried, but like, it didn't work out. And I feel like Haberdasher Adams, we love that guy. He, like, that was the best way of learning remotely for maths. In, like specifically because yeah, you guys had a different experience unless you have 
because I like because I do like all my subjects are essay, social science based and stuff. Like, how was it for you guys? Like, was it Google meets every lesson? I think arguably, arguably, maths is a lot harder to learn online than. Oh, I completely. Your subjects because I feel like your subjects are just like knowledge stuff. Ours is application, whereas well, you have to actually. Okay, yeah, you know, go, Miles. No, no, now <laughs> that I do psychology, I will have to... I'm pretty sure Miles is going to say that it's it's hard, and I do agree, because psychology, its application no, is not as easy as I would have yeah, thought, so I assume it's the yeah. same for no. sociology. But then I will wait, say wait. that maths like, it is a lot, lot harder to learn online, especially when you don't and have, you have someone in, in mind, class. Yeah, and you have to bear yeah. in mind that I do maths and further maths, so it's just, like, twice as painful because yeah. i've got two subjects where i have to try and teach myself everything using a freaking person on youtube like i feel like subjects such as sociology like psychology not to say they're easier to learn by yourself but read the textbook like write out notes learn from it notes. no it like, i wish emily i wish it was that simple but it's not because the thing is when it comes to so my subjects they're all because they're all essay based and the way it works is yeah you can learn the content but there's a specific way to learn the content and if you don't learn the content so for yeah. sociology if you don't learn the sociological theory in a certain way then it literally when you're trying to write a question you have to throw everything out so you have to learn like specific stuff and you have to look this leads to this this leads to this change so what my teacher calls it is chains of reasoning so you've got to learn certain things yeah, so but- they, they connect together and if you don't have it and there's depending on the question of the essay you've got to adapt it and we and what was happening was they were doing recordings so it was just recordings of the lessons so some of them were like an hour and 30 minutes some of them were an hour uh, hour and 40 minutes and you had to sit there and listen to them and you had to try and work it out and you'd be sitting there with your pen like noting stuff down what they're saying taking it down but normally when you're in these subjects like you're talking to them you're inputting stuff so then you can build on top of the for example sociological theory or something to make to make it easier for yourself but then you're not so you can't ask questions in the same way. So for sub, so for like politics and stuff, it's it was okay during uh, doing it. Like parts were a bit confusing, and like it was more like worksheet based and like history. We had uh, our booklets and stuff, and like they they were okay. But it's more about talking to the teacher and just like trying to get get a different view from it. Like especially when essay writing and like preparing for essays, it was not it's hard to do online and i i understand i get that you guys it's math it's hard to maths like i could not even sit there for an hour doing maths right now especially doing it online like that that must have been tough like and i can't think of what how you would how you were doing it because it is hard. i mean i think we all agree that you know unanimously that online learning was a lot more of a challenge than obviously in yeah, school yeah. but i feel like the school did yeah no matter the subject yeah. it's just it's just harder online yeah <laughs> Now, um... But I feel like Ahmed and I do economics, and economics is such a mix of essays and, like, um, maths and application and stuff like that. But, like, if you think about it, like, if you compare, if I compare personally my two subjects, maths and economics, economics is so much easier because I could just read the textbook before the lesson, like, learn from a PowerPoint, whereas maths was so, like, they couldn't, like, the PowerPoint, if... They basically just click through the PowerPoint in lessons most of the time, but like doing that by yourself is just it's different because the PowerPoint doesn't explain everything. Like for maths, there's so many different types of questions for the same topic that you could get. Whereas for like say psychology, I'm assuming there's like a set number of questions that you could get. Yeah, there's not much of a variation. Like the application exactly. may be different, but yeah, I I do get that. Yamd, what are you saying? 
Yeah, so, yeah, I agree. All subjects are tougher online. I think that's what it all comes down to. And next question. How did the school perform when we were inside school? So, once we came back. Yeah, I'm talking about bubbles and shit. Oh. Wait, wait, I have, I have two questions here. One, um, how did you feel about exams being the very first week back? And then, yeah, how did you feel about the school's COVID response? So, those are your two questions. Um... Uh, Whoever wants to take the floor, go ahead. Emily, you want to go? Uh, uh, I was just going to say, did we... I swear we had, like, a week in school before exams. No, no we had exams on we the very first in. week. Oh, uh, why don't you go first? Let me think about it. I, was, I, was, I wasn't even in the country, <laughs> so uh, I had, like, three days to revise, and, yeah, that's that. So, so when, like... I wish, I wish it was, like, other schools when it was just maybe even a week yeah, into school. I think it was, right yeah, it was really stressful, them. like, because we, we hadn't yeah, seen then, anyone. Then again, I, then again, I understand why it's not pushed back that far, because we also had mocks coming up in October, and we need to do those, so we need, you know, as much time to learn some A2 content before that. Yeah, like, it was really, for me, it was, it was stressful because, like, mentally, uh, mental health-wise, like, just trying to adjust back into the situation that like, we'd spent so much time like at home and like in our bedrooms and in like wherever we were studying and we had to adapt back into these environments and I think especially that like, we were thrusted back into it doing exams which are the most stressful environment you can be put in anyway and then we've also got to deal with everything else that comes along with going back to school like uh obviously thinking about our families like the coronavirus and stuff like new res- uh, like new restrictions in school so like you can uh you have to be this distant at break but then in class you're next to someone and I think it was just it was really confusing and it was really like difficult for us to adjust because we because we were just we had we had a simple environment at home we just stay at home and you do your work but then now we've got all these different dynamics and all these different variables at school and it was quite hard to do and try and adjust to when we got back yeah i feel like for the first week back they or even like if we had like three or four days just to ease back in because you know after being off for five months we didn't have so much of a welcome. It was just, you know, here's your exams. They need to get done because we can't, you know, have an admin problem. So we can't possibly push back anything else now. So, yeah, yeah they just went straight in. I wish we had a few days, but I mean... I think they were inconsiderate in the fact that um, we had spent so much time online. We hadn't fully grasped it as much as like we normally would. And then they were like, nope, here you go. Here's an exam paper. Uh, you've learned all of this over a certain amount of time. Here's a paper and you've got you to uh, show us what you can do. And not everyone learns the same and not everyone has done the same during uh, online learning. And I think they could have brought us back for like a week or two. So then we can be like, okay, we're going to go over some important parts of the stuff that, we've gone, uh, that you've gone over during uh, your time online. So then you can just uh, get, down, uh, get down to it, like get down to what you need to know for the exam and then do the exam. Because then a lot of people are stressed about how are we going to put all this stuff from five months, which we've been doing, which not everyone's done the same. How are we going to do this in an exam paper? Yeah, no, I do completely agree. I feel like if they'd given a few days to speak to our teachers at least and maybe clear up any doubts we had about the content we had to learn by ourselves, those few days might have made a small difference, like a like you know, a yeah. couple of days worth of lessons in which we can like speak to our teachers. Yeah. I mean that's my personal, you know. I would have liked that, but I don't know. What about you what about you, Ahmed? Would you have liked that? Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, Emily, how about you? Uh, I agree. I feel like it was unfair to 
like expect us to know like have a solid knowledge on everything we learned from lockdown and then be tested on it like without even seeing a teacher but I remember I remember being in class the other day I'm not even gonna say who but this teacher said to me it said to my class she likes to um have a have at my class because there's only like six of us but she likes to tell us that Oh, <laughs> I wonder which class that is. Yeah, I wonder which class. She likes to tell us that we had so much time during lockdown and that you didn't have to move from, like, you know, all you have to do is move from your kitchen to your room or your living room or wherever you study. You should have twice the amount of time you should have to study. Like, you should you should have done all your work and more. And I remember I sitting in that class thinking... I already know who this teacher thinking, is. Yeah, you should. <laughs> I remember sitting in that um, class... For reference... Um, our econ class is around 20 people. Our math class is all around 30 people. So if you cancel them out, you'd find out which yeah. teacher. But if you think about it, I, I was just sitting in that class and I was like literally about to cry because I remember being in, I remember being in lockdown and crying like nearly every single day because I hated, like I hate being in school, but I also hate being at home trying to learn everything by myself. But like, yeah. I feel like lockdown was literally the worst. Like I was in my own head for so much of the time, like... Yeah. Like, you spent you spend so like, much time alone. I actually had so much time. Yeah, you have so much time to yourself that you just overthink everything. And it was literally, like, the worst possible time, especially because they were asking us to go back to do exams. And during that summer, we had barely been able to go out, barely been able to see people. Like, I FaceTime my friends all the time, but it's just not the same. Like, seeing I, I'm people different. through your screen I, is different. I'm really different. I'm, like... I, I like I'm really like FaceTime mm, I'm not I'm not really good at FaceTime so I normally like text people but it's not the same like you need that sort of like social connection and I'm like I normally get that from school like even uh, what I think we all missed was like this like the simple talk with someone like so if you're walking by in the corridor and you see someone like hi like how are you or something like a quick quick joke quick chat or something and in class like it, little interactions with with being online, you can't have that because your teacher is literally there. You can't just sit there and whisper to your friend, oh, yeah, this happened or something, or literally. this. And you can't, it's not the same. And we all missed out on that for so long. And it was so hard adjusting back into that because you'll think, uh, you've been at, like Emily's saying, like you've been in your head for so long. And how do you adjust back to that? Like, And teachers, I think they were doing their best and they try they try their best to understand, but they, I don't think they fully grasped that. We had dealt with so literally. much time on a, alone that we and how I, are we supposed to adjust back and i remember this teacher like just grilling at us for not doing extra work and i was actually thinking like i couldn't have possibly done more than i did like there was no way in hell that i was gonna do more work on top of the work i was already being set especially because they were setting more work yeah than they would if we were in school and like i get that like we have a, a bit of extra time, like, not being in break or not spending that much time at lunch. But do you not think that we need, like, time to ourselves? A lot of lessons were, like, like fused together. I like, I, I know I'd be, I, would be work, I would be working through break just to try and finish this off, then working through lunch uh, to finish something off. But then, I'd be, but then also, I've got to work, do extra work after school, like, after school with big quotation marks because it was all in one, like, long period of sitting. And then, you like, normally with school, you'd have that separation. You'd have your separate breaks. So you're not in a classroom. You're not in the same place. You're not... There. At lunch, you've got a separate place as well. Like, you can go somewhere else to eat. And then you would, like, travel home or whatever. However, like, I don't live too far from school. So it, even that... Yeah, like, it takes me an hour. Yeah. Like, it, even though it's... For me, it's 15 minutes. But even that walk is just nice because then you get to separate it. You get to come home, get out of your school clothes, and you just get to, like 
chill for a bit and then you, you move on to work. But I was getting, especially for like, uh, especially for um, a bit history and politics, I was getting packs and packs and packs and packs of work uh, to do and stuff like extra stuff like, oh, write this question, do this question. And there was so, like, they gave us so much work and we still had the same amount of time. And then we also had to do uh, homework. And I know for me, for my subject, I have to do uh, independent learning tasks as well on top of that. And I had to revise, make notes and everything. And I'm still haven't fully done all of the stuff for AS, uh, for all my AS content. And I'm still trying to catch up now. So it was a big stress. I feel like teachers always say they understand like what we're going through, but I feel like they really have no idea. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, no, I agree. By the way, can I just interject and say that Mm -hmm. that was the first thing in 45 minutes that we all unanimously agreed on, so I think they deserve uh, (laughs) a nice round of applause. (laughs) Um, But no, yeah, I definitely agree. And some teachers, like, for example, Miss Richardson, my psychology teacher, she was really understanding of, you know, us coming back and how, you know, maybe we weren't up to it straight away. Other teachers literally expected us to be on point from day one and i don't see that because you know if we're mm. you know what we're, we're, sev- we're 17 years old we're coming in <clears throat> five months of being inside all day i think we they should have given us a bit more leeway which they didn't do but yeah um all right so the other thing i wanted Wait, to before you say that okay, i feel like the one teacher the one teacher who i miss is mr mccarthy like, oh my name god, Mr. Man. McCarthy! I miss Mr. McCarthy. Wait, wait, did he leave? Oh, you mean you miss? No, no he's gone yeah, for I, some we don't reason. Know what's wrong. He's coming back. But yeah, oh. but I miss I, him so much. I feel like he was one of the teachers who, and Mr. Fuller, but I feel like he was the one teacher who actually cared about mental health. Or yeah, like that. I have one of the my, my form tutor and also my sociology tutor, Miss Wilson. Like, everyone knows her from like doing UK stuff. I I remember yeah. when when I was getting like. If I got stressed or something, I would literally be like to her, Miss, we need a Google Meet right now. I just need to, like, chat to you quickly or something. Or, like, and when we got back into school, I remember I was finding it so hard to, like, readjusting and just trying to get my mental health back in uh, back in place. I remember I would go to her and I literally, I remember one time I was actually crying to her. I was like, Miss, I can't do this. And the amount of times I was like, Miss, I want to drop out. And she's like, no, Miles, don't. You can't. You need to keep going and stuff. And she, like, even if... um sometimes she wouldn't always say a lot but then she would just be there for someone to talk to and like i just needed someone uh, someone to do that with sometimes because it was really really stressful coming back yeah i feel like, like I with remember. mr mccarthy every time i had like <clears throat> you know because in in year 12 i obviously chose a lot of things to do i was doing three a levels as and epq so sometimes i'd be really bogged down with work well, actually, I got a free AS out of it, so far enough. But yeah, every <laughs> time I... should have kept my AS. I every time I spoke law. to McCarthy and I was like, you know, I'm bogged down with work. Can Is it all right if I, you know, give him the homework later? And he'd always... He wouldn't even argue with me. He'd just be like, you know what? If you're, Literally. As long as you've, you know, you're not lying and, like, you do have a lot of work, you can give in whenever, like, it suits you. And I just feel like every teacher should be accommodating like that. Literally. Your subject is not yeah. the most important, you know. I am doing three other things. And yeah. for you, like, I'm not going to always prioritise one subject. Like, I appreciate that some subjects might take a lot more work than others. But, you know, I'm trying to really balance it as much as I can. If you can just show that you have some confidence in me, that you can let me do it at my own pace sometimes, it, it's just really nice that way. Literally, I remember around my, um, I remember around this September when Mox were, it was like around my birthday time. I got so stressed that I was literally 
ill like I was ill the night before my birth like the night of my birthday the day of my birthday I was literally in bed like the whole day and this was my 18th birthday I was so sad about it but yeah um I am being so stressed and then Miss McCarthy came and talked to me he was like oh you seem like down again and I was just like yeah and then we just had a a long (laughs) talk and then I like I feel like a weight was lifted on my shoulders because someone finally understood like what I was talking about I feel like if you're not going to do that as a teacher, why are you teaching? So, like, the teacher Literally. you mentioned, yeah. uh, that that female teacher you mentioned, I don't understand no, why she's a teacher, female. because if you... Can we just name her? No! Yeah. no. If, you can't. If you're not <laughs> going no, to... You really, no, I don't you really can't, Look. because... No, but if you put this in, she, like, te- if if she listens to it, she'll oh, be... No, but oh, if you think gosh. about it, she'll be up... Like, there was this... I remember... On Twitter, there was this thing about um, the school counsellor being really shoddy. And I feel like it's so unfair to say that because, like, from a few experiences with her. But, like, obviously, if she sees that, she's going to be upset with herself. And, like, do you remember, you know, when the um, Zane passed away, like, recently? Not recently. I don't know yeah. when. Yeah. And there was this whole, mm. like... <laughs> the guy who committed suicide, Ahmed. Yeah. Oh, him. There was this whole, yeah, like... I thought you were talking about someone in our year. There was this whole debacle in Twitter, and I feel like I felt so bad for the counsellors, like, the counsellor, because, obviously, she went through so much during that period of time, knowing that she had counselled this student and they had, you know, went and commit suicide. But, like, obviously, she's going to be affected by that. And not only did she have that, she had people on Twitter bashing her about it, like... I feel like it's just not like. Yeah, okay, fair enough. But yeah, I, I, you know, I've forgotten what point I was making. Uh, you were like, <laughs> let's let's bash her. Let's just mention her name and drag. No, her I'm not, I don't mean bash her. Oh wait, yeah. It's not. I feel like as a <laughs> yeah. teacher, fine, fine. You know what? This it's not only her. You know, there are a lot more others like her. As a teacher, if you're not gonna, you know, understand the student and you know at least be nice to students, right? Why are you a teacher? Because you're meant to be there. So you can teach me and improve my, you know, learning experience and, you know, my ability to do well in life. But if you're not going to be there as a teacher, if you if you think that your teaching is restricted to you coming in, teaching us stuff and leaving at the end of the lesson, I don't know why people become teachers in the first place. Yeah, like, teachers are supposed yeah. to care for, care for kids. I'm not going to name uh, some teachers, like... Like I, I I know I I'm better than that. I don't want to name them because like they're not perfect, and I'm not expecting them to be. But the whole point of teaching is yes, you're supposed to teach your teach your kids, but there's like relationships. You're supposed to build up like rapport with them. You're supposed to be uh, like nice to them. And what what I don't get is when they're not understanding because they need to be understanding that we are still we're still we're still young. Even though uh, even though we may feel like oh yeah we're grown up or whatever and stuff we're still we're still young and we're not going to have everything in line we're not going to have everything sorted out so and when especially like, i've had situations where teachers have given me uh, detentions because i haven't done work and stuff but then i've been like to them oh i'm stressed and stuff and everything they they still don't get it and they're not very understanding of the situation that we've been through as young people especially because with everything going on uh, we've still had to do UCAS. We've still had to keep our lives together. We still had to think about our family. We still had to deal with our own personal situations and keep on top of this big thing that is A-levels. They, some some aren't really understanding. And even when we're in school now, like just small unnecessary situations, they're not, they're not, they're not thinking about what we've been through these past, like yeah. this past and year. And especially being like, 
you know, fine, you can call us adults by, you know, legality, yeah, fine, legally I'm an adult, but, you know, I don't have that much experience that I can effectively deal with all these things. These are just as new for me as they are for any other kid out there. Wait, all of you 18? No, just me and Emily. I am. No. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be an adult to the end of the year. So. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, any school uh, but year, yeah, so the fact like... that they expected like, us um, to just be on it. Yeah, no. Hey, Carol. I feel like um, I feel like this teacher. I feel like although she doesn't like build relationships and like, it's not that she doesn't build relationships. She's like sometimes she's nice, but like, um, I feel like she just wants the best for us. You know, like with our subjects maths specifically yeah i don't think any like, i, I don't like think anyone wants you to fail i don't think any teacher wants you to fail they're just like yeah but the thing is i feel like she just prioritizes us all getting the grades that we want at the end of the year obviously if she doesn't put in the work she puts in a lot of work if you think about it like the amount of homework she set us this holiday alone like every single day setting us homeworks and i get twice the amount of homework from further maths and if you think about it, she just wants us to get the grades that we need to get into uni. And although she doesn't, she's not there for us, like, emotionally, she's there for us, like, to... Academically. At the end of the day, not be crying on results day when we don't get, like, an A-star in maths or whatever we need. If you go, I mean, like... Yeah, no, I, com- I completely agree with that. Her. Like, I don't think she's a... Like, I don't think in any way, shape, or form is she, like, a bad person. I know for a fact that she just wants us to do well, but... Yeah, exactly. There is also a fine line of, you know, being too objective, just Psychotic. seeing everything black and white, you know, seeing, oh, they did bad on a paper, let me throw them an intervention for, like, six months. I, I feel like, if you don't really speak to yeah, that student, that if you don't have, like, a subjective approach... Sucked. Yeah, like, I got, you know, I, I got thrown an intervention, like, I within was in the first few weeks of year 12. Same. Because we did bad on a baseline, and it's like, I'm sorry, did, did you expect me to sit over... That sounds like, like a sorry, problem. I, I did... Like, after we did our GCSEs, I didn't pick up a single piece of work for that entire time. Because why would I? Why would I bother? Why would I stop revising for my future subjects that I may do? Like, I don't know. It it didn't make sense to me. And I feel like if she had at least spoken to people about it, it would have just been a lot better. But, yeah. I feel like her mentality... Oh, sorry. No, no, go on, go on. I feel like her mentality surrounding her subject specifically is very, like, prioritising her own subject. Like, we speak to her and she says that... <sighs> sorry to bring this up, but she says that um, math should be 80% of your time. You should be eat, sleep, drinking maths. And, like, especially for my class, like, further maths class, apparently we're supposed to be having math, math, mathematical conversations that, and we should be teaching her about maths. That she doesn't know. The fact that you um, aren't speaking in machine code is very. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna start speaking and in binary now. Considering that you have other subjects, like. Yeah, and the thing is, I don't want to study maths for uni, and she literally said to us, "You should not be taking further maths then." And I was like, "Oh, thanks, like great." Yeah, you <laughs> so know, she, like, like, you're in a half. You need to understand that you have your own life. You choose your you choose your subjects, but literally, not everyone chooses. I chose economics, not maths. Like yeah, no, yeah, I'm not a everyone year chooses and a half their subjects. Into maths, and right now you're telling me. You shouldn't be taking further maths, even though it's a suggested subject for my uni. Yeah, it's not like, yeah, like take, a couple of weeks ago, it's not like right? You take um, she, economics, like. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago in lesson, she was saying, "Oh, you know, you've picked the subject, so you know, that's your choice." And I'm like, the only reason I picked it was because it was a course requirement for university. Like, I'm very sure of what I want to do in university, 
and I had to pick maths because of it. I don't want to go into maths. Literally. I want to go into physics, but Literally. I had to pick it because the course required it. Same. If I it's didn't have like to, you know, if woman. my course didn't. Dem- no, no, it's no, somebody it's not hating that we hate on her. her. Yeah, no. It's to be fair, like, we're using her as an example because this happens generally with a lot of teachers. Yeah. No, but I think it's good that there's a teacher that's so passionate about her own subject. It's just that she shouldn't like enforce her passion onto other people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That. Yeah. That sums it's it like up. A, yeah. She's like a drill instructor, oh. but if they were drugged. <laughs> what? the heck i'm just speaking out my <laughs> let's continue next next subject whatever we do i have to like mute half the shit you say in this <laughs> um i say facts all right i'm a prophet and now i'm just gonna you know shoot say a few questions about looking ahead so obviously i would say we're not completely 100 percent confirmed that we are doing exams i know they've said that they don't want to cancel exams but as we and wales have cancelled theirs you know like a month ago i think has is it scotland, scotland or northern ireland national high, yeah scotland ca- uh, cancelled their yeah. national highs and then northern ireland have just delayed this by a week uh from yeah and you know our lot has delayed it by three weeks so yeah but it my didn't question really delay it though <laughs> yeah, my question really to you guys is do you think exams should be scrapped or not? And you know, and if you do think they should be scrapped, how should the grades be decided? I'll go. Well, actually, I'm going to let Ahmed speak first. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, You're speaking first. I've chosen you, you're going first. Okay. Now, you know, there's a new COVID strand out there. It might still get cancelled. If they get cancelled, I'm going to have a fun time. If they don't, I'm just going to do what I normally do. If they get cancelled, how they should decide the grades is a good old gaming tournament. I mean, it only makes sense. What? I, I'm Joe. I've never, I've never really thought about this, and I don't really care. <laughs> I'm just in school to be in school. I think like maybe you should person. say what you want to do in the future, and if exams actually would affect. He, he you doesn't know. know what he wants to do in the future. We had to yeah, force that's him what to I'm apply saying. to university. That's why you need to. I know. That's why I'm saying you need so to reiterate an, what you. I'm becoming an. I'm becoming an MI5 agent. Oh, yeah, with what exactly a, a, a grade four in DT. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I can, I can make a bomb. Oh, work, God. Make okay. Um, <laughs> please, Maybe someone reiterate say... what you want to do in the future first and then say whether you care about exams. Almond, I just like, just tell me one oh, thing. Do you like, think yeah, sure. it will be detrimental to you if exams are cancelled or if exams go ahead? No. Um... Go from the beginning, Ahmed. Yeah. <laughs> if he doesn't know what, what, he, doesn't know what he wants to do, uh, he can do anything. Okay, to be honest, I'd, I'd rather do exams. I'd rather do exams than have them cancelled. And why is that? Okay, and if they were, yeah, if they were cancelled... <laughs> like the Emily and Arian show. Sorry. Uh, why Sorry. Is <laughs> Are this turning into a terribly on Yeah, show? it is. Next person. If they were cancelled, <laughs> if exams were cancelled, how would you want them to decide grades? Based off of what? I mean, they're obviously going to go off PPEs and crosswords, so it doesn't matter how I want it to be decided. It's already decided. No, but your opinion... Like, in your world, in your world. My opinion means jack shit. Alright, moving on. <laughs> Miles. Um, uh, the question, in case you forgot, was... Um, do you want them to go ahead, the exams? If, if not, how should grades be decided? 
I'm I'm very like on the fence. I think so. Like I I want to go to university next year. I want I've uh, sent in my UCAS. I want to do sociology. Like uh, then one of my courses is social science, but I can specialize in sociology. Um, so like with my with me, if they are going to cancel exams, then I think it should be now. Like it shouldn't. Don't do the whole U turn that no, the uh, conservatives like. Wait, wait. Let me let me say this. Like I think if you're gonna do if you're gonna cancel exams, cancel them like january like february sometime because i think a lot of people are stressed a lot of students are stressed and i think if we get it now then at least we know what we're working towards right now june just looks like a big cloud and like i like everyone just feels a bit worried like and we don't know what's going on so i think if they're going to cancel exams it needs to be soon it can't be late uh, like late like how they did it in march i think what they're trying to do is they're trying to get students to work, but, uh, like, work until March, like, have something to work till, and then maybe, like, cancel them so at least they've uh, put in their, like, full effort. But I think it's just really bad for mental health, and I think, for, for me, I don't... If it comes down to it, I don't mind doing exams, because I think when it comes when it comes down to it, I will do good in an exam. Like, I will put all my effort in, I will make sure to do, do the revision, everything. But I think if they're going to cancel it, then at least I, I can be like okay i've got i've still got time i can still build up uh, all my grades and stuff now yep that's fair enough okay. um in the future i want to probably either go to uni or do an apprenticeship but say i like want to go to uni because apprenticeship is only you need three c's for the apprenticeship um for university i need my i've got contextual offers for triple a but Say if it was like I got my other offers, they would they would probably be A star AA. My predicted grades are double A star A, but I feel like I oh, stop flexing. Shh. <laughs> I feel like um a lot of people were disappointed with their centre assess grades and their um uh their predict like their algorithm grades last year. But I feel like I don't want to do exams. Like personally, I don't want to. But I know that especially because. Um, for the last PPEs, I haven't done as well as I wanted to, and I feel like with all the evidence, I wouldn't be getting like the grades that I should like would be getting, or I should be getting to get into university, and like, what was I gonna say? Um, <sighs> it literally completely slipped my mind. One sec. Oh yeah, I usually peak at exams. Like usually, I usually do like slowly get better and then peak and then just fall off and like after exams because I forget everything. So <laughs> say if I were to do exams, I I don't want to, but I like will do them if I have to, obviously. But yeah, I'd rather not. I, I agree. Essentially, with that. is what I'm saying. Yeah. But so I also think uh, that the government shouldn't cancel exams like now. I don't think they should because cancelling them now means that no one will give a crap about school anymore. Like. Every year 13 student, every year 11 student won't work towards what they need to for university or for year 12. Like, that's a given fact. If you, were give, if you were told your future does not rely on you studying for your exams, you're not going to do any studying and you know for a fact that you probably won't. And that bridging that gap from... Wait, wait, wait. But for university, bridging that gap from not studying anymore... Like, since, what, let's just say, say they cancel it now, so December, January time, to September, when we go back for university or go back for whatever you want to do in September, you're going to struggle so much from going from not studying anymore 
not doing any work, not like memorizing, memorizing anything, not uh, applying anything to going back to uni and like essentially starting afresh for like that whole nine months. It's basically lockdown, but without anything, you know? Yeah. I just want to um, push back on that. Can I push back on that quickly? Yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I totally agree. Like, you know, having something to work forward to and like people will stop. But I, I think every because everyone, see, if we're not just thinking about us, like we've had a lot of online learning and stuff and we still feel, we're still like, I guess in limbo with it. Like we feel like we've done okay in some in some areas of topics and content and stuff. But I think generally like when you think about Eng- like England, the whole of England, everyone's had so, so many differences and especially like looking yeah. at it, um, it, it, it wouldn't be fair. I don't think, I don't think it, it will, if we do exams, it won't be fair to everyone across the yeah, whole world. Yeah, but board. it's never fair. I, I know, I it's know it's never, never it'll no, never but this, ever be fair. But I think, I think this one will be, if we do it based on exams, and I know Gavin Williamson and uh, D, uh, DFE and Ofqual have said, we're going to be more lenient with this and we're going to give you like topic sheets and everything, but I just don't... Oh no, my... I, But I just, I just don't think that keeping the system as similar to as it was before COVID is going to work. They, there needs to be some like drastic changes where it's like, um, okay, you do maybe an exam... I, personally, I would rather do like one exam paper for one for a subject, and then have some teacher uh, teacher assessment. That's that's just me personally. Like with my because my predicted yeah. grades are A B B, so and I just need A A A for the course that I want. So it's not like I'm doing terrible or I'm doing too far behind. But I think for me personally, I just don't. I feel like if we do exams, it will just show the inequality that it showed with the A level yeah. results scandal last year, well, like in August. And I just, I just, yeah. I think I think everyone's got a different perspective on it, and I, I think. Gavin Williamson, like I don't think he's, I don't think he's gone about gone about it the best job, and I don't, I don't, I don't really know what he'll do. I like, but I just pray that he will actually think of something that will actually work, or do, or act, have some actions further ahead that will actually make the system better. I yeah. agree. Probably like the teacher grades thing, and as well as exams, a mixture of both will probably yeah. be the best representation. But also, if you think about it. Um, exams have always been unfair like if you think about it people go to private schools people go to grammar schools people go to public schools like that just shows how unfair the education system is already like people pay for an education for better like teachers for you know apparently if you go to Eton like you'll basically be guaranteed an A star if you get like algorithm grades yeah like it just shows already that there's inequality in the system like we all go to state schools and i think always have whereas my cousin she goes to a private school it doesn't necessarily mean that she'll get a better education but it probably you know it probably does like her classes are so much smaller than ours like our classes are most of them are like near 30 whereas hers are half the size and there's so much focus on her that just shows that like there's a lot more focus and you know you can like not be better educated but like have a better like, chance you, at yeah. The yeah. yeah 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 so i completely because agree with what emily said it. before about um the fact that with the exams because personally i would say a couple months ago i really didn't want to do exams like i was completely against it i just didn't want to do it but then i feel like this covid period has disadvantage me in the fact that I'm, I haven't done as well as I would have liked in these mocks which means if exams did get cancelled the grade that I would probably be predicted wouldn't be 
what I would need. A representation. For, yeah, it wouldn't yeah. be an accurate yeah. representation of what I could have actually achieved had COVID not been mm. there. And then with the Especially fact Especially because a lot of people work harder at the end. Yeah. Like yeah, exactly. So one point I made to... for actual exams. Yeah, one point I made, because I was told I'm a predicted grades to a teacher, and one point I said was, throughout the whole of GCSEs, you know, I was never the highest achiever in class. Like, in when we did class tests, I, you know, occasionally I was getting, like, really high grades, but... Yeah, it was history, pretty average for the yeah for the whole part, but then when it came to the actual GCSEs at the end, I did really really well and I succeeded the expectations of, you know, what my teachers thought I could get, and I know for a fact that that's the same thing that would happen, but I know for a fact that teachers won't be able to see that, and it's just drawing that line between where it becomes like too subjective or too objective. And then I also oh, yeah. agree with the fact that Emily, I- when you said that if exams were cancelled people wouldn't, you know, work as hard. And I know for a fact, I completely agree with that because if they cancelled exams now and said, you know, it's just going to be a teacher assessed grades, no one would pay attention. So I think the idea of having at least one exam with teacher assessed grades at the end is a very good alternative. I just want to speak, can I speak about like, uh, so because I do for sociology, I do like, we focus on education and like that is something I might do for my dissertation in sociology. Um, so the thing about like, so teacher assessments, centre assessed grades or CAGs is like, so when I was speaking to a teacher about them, she was saying how, um, and she, she's quite a high up teacher, she was saying how uh, CAGs are basically, what they were supposed to be in general is like what they will do like on a, I think she was saying like on a day, no matter if whether they do good or bad, what, what the teacher thinks that they will get. And I think if the system, if, if it is scrapped, if exams are scrapped, then I think, yeah, they there will be some. There needs to be leniency because they need to understand that we haven't had the same quality. And I think I think they get that, but they're not fully grasping that we haven't got the same. No, everyone's got the same quality, and we wouldn't got the same quality compared to other years. So I think with teacher assessed grades and uh, centre assessed grades or whatever they want to call them in the end, I think where if they are cancelled, then they just need to be. I think they're going to have to be very lenient. And I know that will sort of wash down the grades or like, because that's the reason they wanted to make A-levels and GCSEs harder because they didn't want, because everyone was getting high grades. But they need to understand that it's been a pandemic and that we've all had Yeah, and I think we also have to it. really appreciate the fact that this is bigger than, you know, us as individuals. This has affected yeah. hundreds of thousands of kids across the whole of the UK. And especially yeah. with the fact that, you know, uh, coming to the fact that the uh, Wales and Scotland have already cancelled their exams, yeah. I assume that their predictive, well, the grades they end up getting will probably be on average higher than if we did yeah. exams. And that means that now they're an advantage we'll be... because they've had, yeah. they will look like they've had better A-levels than us. And in fact, it's, a, no, but... and that much is too much of a disparity to have when, eventually in the future i'm going to be you know fighting for a job from the same person you know from you know it could be yeah. from scotland it could be from wales but they will have higher credentials on what basis that the fact that their government took the smart decision and cancelled exa- well not smart but they took the decision to cancel exams and ours didn't. Not only- so in the end it just comes down to the ogre running our country <laughs> <laughs> but yes, not only are we competing with Scottish people who have been given censorious grades, Welsh people who have been given censorious grades, Irish people. We've got the people from the year above who have also gotten censorious grades who have like pushed back their uni year to our year. 
like maybe not as many internationals but how does that balance out the fact that there's all these people who are competing with like exactly not not higher grades but like you know more lenient so i I think in an ideal world now that i've you know heard everything i think in an ideal world what i would want them to do is to act like we still have well that too but act like we still have exams up until like end of march maybe april then tell us that it will be reduced to like one exam because th- that means that we would actually pay attention to you know the the course because for example if anyone's going into medicine i'm not going to trust my oh, life in saying. the hand of a doctor who didn't do their a levels properly so <laughs> they need to do we need to have the motivation to do the course like we need to have at least one like paper which will, you know, it could make up like yeah. 40% of the grade and then the rest 60% is like an overall trend from the start of year 12. But then that, it can't be purely objective. It can't just be, we'll look at all of their grades. Like, they need to speak with students. Because, like, yeah, for example, if like a student can give a reason, yeah. like, you know, I didn't do as well as I would have liked because of this, you know, my mental health wasn't where it was meant to be or, when I, you know, so and so happened. In, I remember in... um. December because last year December I actually flew to Malaysia and um I was not at home for basically like the whole uh, winter holidays and then when we came back I had to do my January mocks and I literally bombed further maths like like scrapped like did not do it like barely any of the questions and Miss McCarthy came up to me and was like what the heck happened like in class in front of everybody and I was literally like what the what the heck but then we spoke about it afterwards and they were like we're just gonna scrap this grade we're not gonna count it yeah, like I um, went to Qatar like, as well in, in last December, and I mean I don't yeah. know I don't I don't think I did that badly, but f- but like I, 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 for yeah. different reasons, like yeah, so not it's just, for a holiday. If there's My not a conversation is. with students, you can't accurately project a grade just of off of PPEs no. or class tests. Yeah. yeah, I also don't think it's fair that a teacher gets to decide your future. Like, yeah, I think yeah, teachers are so. I feel like although teachers are supposed to say, oh, we don't base it on like who you like, whether we like you or not, but they're obviously going to have some sort of like, Bias. oh, we Prejudice. like this student more. La- like, yeah, definitely. Le- le- not, mm, yeah, kind of, but like, yeah. But like, they're obviously going to have something in the back of their head saying, oh no, this, this student is annoying. Like, I'm probably going to predict him lower than he deserves. Like, yeah, and the thing is, and also if you think about happen, it. Let's say, like, me and, you know, Bob, right? Me and Bob, we're in the same <laughs> class. I work really, yeah. really hard, but I've yeah. been getting, like, you know, maybe Bs. And Bob over there puts no effort in, and he's getting Cs, right? If he gets Bs and Cs. You can't then tell me that just because I've got two Bs and he's got two Cs, that that is what we'd get. Like, effort is also a thing. Like, how you are as a student Mm. does really take into account how you, you know, because, like, I don't think if you ask any of my teachers, they tell me that, you know, I don't work hard because I do. And that's because I actually want, like, I have a goal in the future and I have something to work towards. Like, I'm very sure of what I want to do in the future. And I'm not going to throw that away for no reason. So to then say that, oh, we can't take into account how you are as a student, well, that's kind of dumb because... I How I like am as a student is what makes have, my grade. Though. I feel like my teachers have, though, taken into account the fact that who I am as a student, not just my exam grades. Yeah, no, I get that. But I mean, if it came down to 
center assess. I mean, for predicted grades, I think they've been fine. But I'm saying if it comes down to like center assess center grades, center assess grades is is them basically saying what they think you'll get in the exam, though. Yeah, yeah well, I hope mean. they this once, uh, for the August 2021. Yeah, yeah. 2020, sorry. Wait, I hope they're not like forced you know they, to use um, PPEs. You know when they rank no because they take into account your classwork as well because that's why we've been sending in our homework on Google Classroom. I mean, my engagement has been on point for that one reason that if exactly. they take into account, yeah, it needs they do to be take there. because Miss Flack said that we, that's why we're doing it. They're doing it. But um, I forgot what I was saying now. Um, yeah, I've forgotten. Carry on. <laughs> Well, I just no, want, I think I that was why, right, you know. Right, oh, I add on, this, yeah. like, the, whole convers- like, the whole conversation with, like, oh, the teacher's assessment, like, matter, and, like, exams about, uh, like, it's basically a memory test. It just goes into the whole conversation about, like, what is the, the British, like, if you want to be more specific, like, English education system. Education is it, system. Like, is, is it just more memory test? Is it about, like, effort and stuff? Because I know, especially, like, so throughout school, I've always put in effort. I've, like, literally, no matter what subject it was, so, like, GCCs, no matter what subject it was, I tried my best. Even in subjects like maths, I did not like maths. Still don't like maths. I will use a calculator to the day I die to work out the most simplest thing. But... I still put I still put effort in, and nobody can ever tell me that I didn't try and put effort in. Even if even if I didn't exactly. like my math teacher, I always like I always tried my best. And sometimes I'd be a bit like, oh, I can't be able to do it. But I would always put my best in, and that's and like sometimes it didn't always pay off because I, for example, like in history, I think Arian Arian knows this because he was in my class. I was always putting my hand up. I was always like trying to do, um, trying to do Engaging. the extra to try and like um, do good in history, like fully grasp it and stuff. And I wasn't getting the highest grades. Like for year ten, I was getting, I got fours for the whole year. And then in um, year, what was it, year eleven, I was getting, I got fives, five fives. And on my last like PPE before my, um, before the actual exams, I got an eight. And I was like, oh my gosh like all of this is changing like so everyone is everyone is different in the fact and i think what the education system doesn't take into account is that students put in so much work over so much time like they're literally you build up you're building this up through your whole your childhood towards this point and then like the exam on that day that one day can determine any uh, can determine the rest of your life and i don't think your I whole think, future <laughs> yeah like, and i just don't think that's yeah. the best way to get a uh, go around it. and I the think thing is we need teachers i think that input in some some part of it i think it all like i just i'll just end it off really i think at the end of the day it just boils down to everyone works completely differently like some people might be on it from day if you're like you know someone like was there you're you've been on it since day one (laughs) you've been doing good since day one and if you're monster someone like me you know, it for me, it comes together at the end. I only really, like, you know, my highest capability will come at the end of the course when I feel Same. like it should do. Like, I shouldn't have to prove my worth Same. because I'm learning throughout the year. Yeah. When it matters the most, I have performed. And, like, you know, I'm not going to be cocky here, but that's how I've done it before and I plan <laughs> on doing that again. But why should but I have to keep on proving myself? That also is, like, also how you, should, you shouldn't be getting A-stars at the beginning of the year. That's not how it works. It's, you're supposed to be growing throughout the, like, the year to build up <laughs> to an A-star. That's the, like, it's not that you shouldn't. It's, it's amazing if you do, but, like, 
obviously you're not going to start off at an A star and carry on being an A star at the end. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're obviously yeah, going to go up and down the whole time. That's why predictions don't make sense because they're basing it off of what you have, not what you you will get. Like a prediction yeah, is what you will yeah. get in the future, whereas their school the school prediction is what you've got in the past divided by like the amount of exams you've done. Like all of that. Yeah, and it, yeah. It's it's too it's just like objective. an average of what you've gotten. Yeah, which I don't think is accurate because until you start taking into account how students are as people and how much effort they're putting in. Because, like, uh, I'm going to give Armand this example here. I mean, I know this isn't the case. Like, you're actually going to work hard, but eventually, I hope. But if you have someone without an ambition, (laughs) if you have someone without an ambition or without a goal to do something, and then you have someone that is really, like, set and, you know, it's firm. If you have someone useless... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Um, for example, Armin, you want to do an apprenticeship primarily, right? You don't want to do university. So you don't really care as much about your A-levels as me, who is primarily going to university. Like, I don't want to do anything else. So there will be a difference in effort. I'm not saying you're going to put less effort. I might just be putting a bit more effort than no, you when it comes to that. I mean, that's no, just an I example. Like it's unfair to say that, though. I don't think I've ever... No, but I don't think I've ever put in effort until the actual. Yeah, but no, but yeah, but yeah. Yeah, but the point being, there will be a difference in the amount of effort people put in, and no, if you don't see that, I want, I want, I want to do an apprenticeship, but it's not like I'm gonna just say I'll. uh, scrap. No, but I, th- I, th- yeah, I think it's, it's, it's different. Yeah, difference between people. I know some people like that yeah. want to do apprenticeships, and like they're, they're like once they get it. They they they're done because uh, I, I everyone here knows Harvey and stuff and he sort of he said that he would still do yeah. it but he wouldn't he wouldn't do it to the full extent and I think that that's totally up to him that's that's uh, different people but I think yeah that's depends, exactly the depends, point it depends, I'm making it depends it's on just the person yeah and then if, you, if you're trying to make one system that accommodates everyone you need to do that very cautiously because if you just have a system that caters to the people that have been doing good from the beginning, well, that doesn't show any growth, really. Yeah. Within yeah. anyone. Also, I feel like um, in Oaks, they base a lot of what your target grades are from GCSEs, and especially because a lot of the teachers know you, you guys from GCSEs, I'm assuming, right? Um, yeah. It depends, because, like, for some of my teachers, I don't... I didn't know all of them from GCC. Yeah, but... I mean, only, my, only my physics teacher. I'm saying, like, they knew you, and they know of you, and they, you have, like, yeah. a, basically... A yeah, know of from you. Year seven yeah, to, yeah they, you have a profile from year 7 to 11, whereas I came in school with all the teachers not knowing me, my head of year not knowing me, like, everyone not knowing me, and they had to build their judgment just off of the year... That they knew me to give me predicted grades, whereas if I was still at Bill, let's say, for example, my math teachers would know me, my economics teachers would... Actually, my economics teachers at Oaks. But um, my... Um, <laughs> what, what else did I take? Further maths or history I would have taken would have known me. Like, they would have been able to say, oh, yeah, but in GCSEs, this is what happened. Like, this is how she was from year 7 till year 11. Whereas but you're still, I, I think- Oaks... But I even still think like I some of my teachers like I, they knew of me they didn't know me so like and I got new teachers so like sociology never did sociology before I jumped straight into that and then I knew the politics uh, for politics like I didn't know I knew Mr McDonald I didn't know Mr Griffin uh, but we, like I didn't have they knew of me but they didn't know 
my personal things. I think it, it's... I, I, I totally see what you're saying. Like, they can base it on GCC. But I I'm know, just saying, like, personally, yeah. for my subjects, I, I would have been, like, I would have known all of my teachers prior to starting A-levels, essentially. Yeah. You know, I think I read somewhere as well that statistically people that do really well in GCSEs they have like the highest fall when it comes to A levels. Yeah. So really? if you're if yeah. like for example, like, you know, okay, I did well in GCSEs, I, I think my target grades in A. How of like how are you basing my, you know, work ethic at GCSEs, which is so much easier mm-hmm. than A levels and expecting that I can quickly adapt to A levels and just switch my work rate. I don't know if it. I and feel if like it a lot is, of people. If you're basing that target grade because you know I work well, but then when you're predicting grades, you don't take into account that I work well. But then I I don't know like what's the point. Yeah. I agree, and I also think that a lot of people they jump from GCSEs to A levels. It's like although you have less subjects, there's a lot more work. But like a lot of people get burnout from GCSEs, like. Because you work so hard for that period of time before GCSEs and you get to A-levels and you're like, like, not why did you, like, put that much It just hits you like a truck, really. Yeah. Like, if you think about it, it wasn't even that, like, not that deep, but, like, not that difficult GCSEs. Like... No, yeah, I didn't, I don't think GCSEs were, in comparison to A-levels, they're not even the same. You can't even compare them. Yeah, and a lot of people say, like, A-levels is harder than university, like, the first year. I'm, but, you know, like, I you would know. go on a limb and say that these two years are the hardest years in academics. In your yeah. academic yeah, life, you, year 12 you, and 13 are the hardest. Move. I think before before COVID, they were, they were... Di- sorry, Emily, but before, um, before okay. COVID, they were still difficult. But, like, these... For us, it's way more difficult, like, yeah. what we're going through. Like, for me, it's moving six forms, making new friends, trying to balance three A-levels. At first, it was with an AS in history and an EPQ, dropped both of them. That's how much effort it was. And then, like, UCAS, work experience, like, you know, all of these things just adding up to... It's, like, so much pressure on you. And you imagine having to decide, like, what job you want in the future from when you're 17 like isn't that crazy yeah like you're deciding your whole future on you know the three a levels you take yeah and again it's also some people have an idea of what they want to do and some people don't and if you because there's such a wide range yeah there is such a wide range of students and the way students work so Mm. any system that you put into place has to be the most holistic you can't make it so it favors one side and the whole thing about the algorithm like you said about eton it is true like if you go to eton you're more likely to be on the higher end of the curve and fitting grades to a curve has never made sense to me yeah like give them what they deserve not what you know a trend should be and like apparently um that female math teacher was saying that um, they're gonna give the same amount of A stars they did last year as this year. Yeah, how does that, that make that any sense? sense? That never, yeah. that never made sense. And you know when uh, Gavin Williamson and at the beginning, you know during last year they were talking about because like I I talked about all of this basically in my past statement. I had to research it, and they were talking about how they didn't want to make um, last year's higher 
uh, from teachers' predictions compared yeah, to compa- discredit. Yeah, but but I think you got to do you got to do what the what's going to happen because you can't Statistics. just put students out in the water and expect them Is to start s- swimming when they haven't got any floats. Like they oh. do, they had no they had no choice about this. Like they had to do what was best for the students. They couldn't. They want to preserve the over- overall system. I get that, but the, but the students didn't choose any of this. They didn't. If it, I think if it was up to most of them, if they. If it wasn't for, like, if the algorithm was in place, they would have been like, no, nope, we'll sit in exams. Like, they would have rather sat exams. And they didn't really think about how it was going to uh, impact them and what was happening. I yeah. I just don't I understand how you can give a student a U if everyone didn't sit an exam. Yeah, and, like, the idea that... Like, just, that's crazy cause to one Because one student a couple of years back got a U. We've got to replicate it now because apparently they're the exact same student doing the exact same effort, exact same revision timetable, etc. Like, it, it, they, they're trying to preserve a system that really needs to be reformed. Yeah, I do completely agree. Well, I think that ends up nicely on the end of the podcast. I've just looked at the time and I realised this is by far the longest episode we've ever done. It actually went quite quickly though. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Thanks for coming on uh, Emily and Miles' podcast with their guests of Aaron and Ahmed. <laughs> <laughs> Ahmed, I, mean, I genuinely think this is the least you've spoken on was, any uh, podcast episode. <laughs> I'm out of my depth. I'm out of my depth. I can't lie. You said also. No, I didn't. Okay. Well, um, again, thank you to uh, Miles and Emily for joining us on our first guest episode. Let's hope the audios uh, don't mess up and we can actually get this episode out. Yeah, no, um, but yeah, carry on listening to the podcast, obviously on Spotify and Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, a bunch of others that I didn't consent to, and yeah, happy listening.